from the historic river market in downtown Kansas City, Missouri, from the crystal blue waters of the Missouri River, it's Two Douchebags and a Microphone Podcast. And now it's time for the Daily Douchebag Pledge. Two Douchebags and a Microphone Pledge. I, Joe, or Jane Listener, hereby promise to download every show. I, Joe, or Jane Listener, hereby promise to grab family members' phones and download the show from there. I, Joe, or Jane Listener, hereby promise to go to public computers and download the show from there. I, Joe, or Jane Listener, hereby promise to laugh at all the unfunny jokes. I, Joe, or Jane Listener, hereby promise to lie to all my friends and tell them how good the show is. And finally, I, Joe, or Jane Listener, promise to visit Montrose, Missouri to take advantage of the power plant, campgrounds, and junkyard all within its quarter-mile radius. All aware of the Amber Alert, right? Well, get rid of your disinfectants and rubber bedspreads, kids. It's the all-new Amber Herd Alert System. This fantastic early warning device helps one stay dry and rid of all those annoying mattress invoices. Simply hook up to child under six or psychopath and wait for the running water sound. This clever machine has three distinct settings, babbling brook, ocean waves, and roaring river for those close calls. Order today and get a free Cinnabon Renewsit cartridge. Two thimble dicks and a crash cart will be right back. Next up, things overheard in hell. Hurry up. Kim Jong-un is playing Santa at the mall again this year. Yay! Our constant pursuit for a real knee slapper. It's strange insults from an alien. Real hilarity. You're as useful as a condom with holes. Hello, this is Satan. You might know me from my pet name, Inflation. I'm here to tell you that there's no better way to relax than listen to two douchebags and microphone by a nice warm fire at night. I sit there and I reflect on all the souls I burned that day. Enjoy. Two douchebags and a microphone. I'm Mark. And I am Rob. Welcome, everybody. Thank you for uh, joining us today. Um, we got some cool shit coming up. Um, yeah, guess, and actually, this is kind of a special episode. Yeah. Normally, we don't, normally we don't podcast on Monday nights, but here we are, out of our boredom. Yeah. You're welcome. Well, thanks to my uh, um, disturbed work schedule... Um, it had to. Yeah. I had to go in at four this morning, and the roads were all icy, and that was a lot of fun. But I made it there, and when I was off at twelve thirty in the afternoon, it was well worth it because all the ice was melted, and I got to tool on home and uh, take a long nap yeah, and it, feel pretty damn good right now. Yeah, we've been under a sea of ice ever since I woke up this morning. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's uh, it's weather. I'm. I. Yeah. Like Mark Twain said, we are just talking about off-air, was uh, if you don't like the weather, give us five minutes. Yep. So, that's Missouri. So, Welcome to Missouri. Yep. So, uh, we can't um, start off without talking about our beloved Chiefs and their huge victory over the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo at Orchard Park Stadium. Um, yes. It appears that the Bills Mafia was being quite ornery and throwing snowballs at the Chiefs players. I've seen that. You know the ones that they showed crying on air? Well, yeah. a half hour prior to that, they were binging our guys with uh, snowballs. So, boy, how quick yeah, they... I've I, I seen a video of Patrick Mahomes running off the field dodging snowballs. How quickly it changes um, when uh, 
when you get your ass handed to you. You know, there they are, all tough and everything. Yeah, come to our house. Come on, man. We can't wait to kick your ass in our house. It's always been in your house. And then they uh, start throwing snowballs at us and being complete dick wipes. And then the ending was very familiar. Them going home and us going on. So, um, you know, um, I, I feel bad for Josh Allen. I think Josh Allen is a pretty good guy. And I think yes, he, yes, I do too. he needs to let his uh, contract run out so he can go to the NFC so he can play in the Super Bowl. Because uh, he doesn't appear to going to be able to do it with Patrick Mahomes uh, having to face him every year. So he'll have to Tom Brady it and hoof it to the NFC and then meet us in the Super Bowl that way. So um, anyhow, uh, Bills, you know, I was feeling kind of bad for you guys, but then I seen some of the obnoxious behavior, and I'm, I don't think I feel bad. I think uh, you guys got a long off season to think about it, work on a little self improvement, right? Yeah, think about what you can do better in life and what you can do to thank us Chiefs for being so good. I would like an essay from every Bills Mafia fan. I would like an essay, 200 words or more, about what you can do to help the Chiefs day out. Don't you agree? Yeah. 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 So now, we'll, now, now we got, just have to worry about going into Baltimore. Uh, yeah, that's not going to be an easy task, and we very well no, could lose it. Well, this is what I've said ever since we've been the defending champs i.e. right after the Super Bowl you are the defending champs we are the champs for right now we very easily as of next weekend could uh, could be a thing of the past um, as of February 11th in the evening but um, anyhow um, you can't win it every year if you win it every year Tom Brady would have won it every year if you could win it every year yeah he had back to back yes and the Chiefs went to the Super Bowl back-to-back, but they lost one of them. Uh, right. And then they waited a year, uh, let Cincinnati go lose, and uh, then they uh, came back and won it again. So I consider this a pretty good run. Yes, I would like more, but if they don't make it in the championship game, I'm not going to be crushed because um, we have, we're going to be there again. And we're going to be there again. So, at, at least they made it to the championship. Game. Yes, I consider this a successful season from here on out. Um, and especially with all the criticism they've been getting, even me, I was all over Travis Kelsey. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I was doubting them too. The way they were playing there for a few weeks. I officially throw out an apology as of right now. You too. Yeah. So. Um, Anyhow, um, I think they do want to win another one, and they're acting like they want to win another one. And congratulate you, Chiefs. And uh, Bills fans, you got a few months to think about it. Like I said, do a little self-improvement. Pick yourself up. Look in the mirror and say, what can I do to to, uh, to serve Chiefs Nation better? What can I do to be a better person to Chiefs Nation or Chiefs Kingdom? Okay, we shall move on. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, okay, Burger King could not pass up National Croissant Day. As on January 30th is National Croissant Day. Burger King is offered a one-cent croissant, which with any order of a dollar or more on its app or website... And uh, getting your sandwich is just for just one cent. As long as you order ahead of time, you can still pick up your order at the restaurant, and will not. And it will be hot and ready for you to arrive, as in Burger King's words. So, I think that deserves a mention. Who would not want a one cent croissant, which right? Yeah. Yeah. They're uh, they're pretty damn tasty. They're one of my favorite things from Burger King. That's if you have a good Burger King. Um, you know, there's a lot of them that, in my opinion, are not edible. So, anyhow, um, uh, so if you, you know, be a good time to go get a croissant, which if you never tried one, it would be a good time to try one. Because if you don't like it, you're only out one cent. Right, Rob? 
Right. All right. Um, there is a new thing going on, Rob. You ever hear of powdered caffeine? No, I have not. The closest I've ever heard to this was a product that I don't think they sell anymore, and it was called Fiend. F-E-I-N-E. It was in little packets, and uh, you could buy it um, only through web order, as far as I know, and you could mix it in your drink and, uh, and you know, to add caffeine to it. So you could have a lemonade, and you could tear open a package of Fiend, throw it in there, stir it around, and you could have a caffeinated lemonade. You can have caffeinated water, but I didn't like the way it made the water taste when I threw that stuff in there. And uh, that's the closest I've ever heard to there actually being a, a powdered caffeine. Um, so, anyhow, it's a new trend that is uh, not very good for you, obviously. The easy availability and popularity of a powdered, uh, powdered caffeine product is raising new concerns that the stimulant may be life-threatening. Logan Steiner, an 18-year-old star high school wrestler in LaGrange, uh, Ohio, died from a caffeine powder overdose in May of 2014. Wow, that was pretty long ago. According to the local medical examiner, as reported by um, Oriah Chronicle Telegram, his overdose death from such a commonly used product as caffeine prompted a warning from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Consumers should avoid using pure powder caffeine products for any reason because they can be dangerous, even deadly. After Steiner's death, the FDA said in an email that they are awaiting a final report from the coroner to confirm the amount of caffeine found in the bloodstream, and they say that may take further action to protect uh, consumers. Um, I know this happened in 2014, but I guess the uh, the uh, powdered caffeine thing is on the rise. Um, younger adults are starting to take it and they're worried that it's going to lead to more deaths and I I am in no way saying that Fiend would do anything like that all I said about Fiend was it was uh, it was kind of a, a powdered caffeine substance but I think it had other things in it too that um, and uh, there's no actual evidence that Fiend will do anything bad to you at all but I was just telling you about the closest thing that I knew that I could ever get. Right, right. So, anyhow. Um, unfortunately, FDA warning about toxic caffeine overdoses may get lost among online marketing pitches and powdered caffeine. This form of caffeine is legal and easy to buy in bulk. As one manufacturer touts it, caffeine is the oldest and best known stimulant in the world. You can buy it for $15 per pound from a number of online companies. It's true the makers of powdered caffeine products often note the danger of abuse and caution customers not to inhale the powder, but the allure of a legal cheap stimulant may be particularly attractive to young people and the promise of booster and athletic performance and improving mood, but the price can be high for your heart, is what the FDA is saying. So... That was an interesting little article. Good to know. Well, I, I credit that a, a local news station, KCTV5, had a, a, a news snippet on it, and I jotted it down and said, you know, I'm going to I'm going to investigate this a little further. So yeah. that's what I got. And um, anyhow, Rob, you got something you want to uh, go to? Yeah, uh, seeing how we're on food and drinks and stuff. Sure. I uh, ran across another little article off KHMO AM 1070. Oh, cool. I'm liking these. I, I am too. Um, these are five great restaurants you'll likely see less of in Missouri in 2024. Okay. There's an interesting article from investing.com about brands that have a shrinking footprint on the restaurant landscape. Uh -huh. For differing reasons, they estimate that you'll begin to see less of these locations in Missouri this year. First up, the investing article says in the U.S. there are nearly 6,610 Pizza Hut locations, mm -hmm. but Pizza Hut plans to bring this number down drastically that began to become reality in 2023 is 
Pizza Hut reportedly shuttered 300 stores. Wow. I I know of a lot of Pizza Huts that, that have shut down. Have you? Yeah, um, ours is still up and running, though. Okay. Uh, but, but they have limited menu. They have for a long time. It's weird. Ever since COVID, a lot of the Pizza Huts and other places like that haven't brought back their full menu. So Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so... Okay, next. The report says that IHOP made news announcing they would be closing 30 to 40 restaurant branches. Last time I checked, IHOP had 20 Missouri locations. That number now could shrink. Um, it's interesting about IHOP, Rob, because um, they actually had a resurgent about maybe 10 years ago. When yeah, they were owned they by did. the Applebee's Corporation. I, I forgot the name of the... Um, it was an actual uh, um, corporation that handled a bunch... that have a bunch of restaurants grouped together. And one of their right. main offices was out of Can Kansas City on Ward Parkway, over near the Ward Parkway Mall. And uh, anyhow, the a lady took over the Applebee's Corporation and all that. She brought back IHOP to more of a prominent... Um, um, foothold on the market uh, newer ones opened up she expanded the menu and it was doing really well so I wonder what happened and the same thing with Applebee's Applebee's seem to be going away too and that may be on your list I don't know but go ahead Rob okay next Fudge Ruckers reportedly went through bankruptcy in 2010 and the parent company liquidated assets a couple years ago I can only find one Fud Ruckers in Missouri now, and that's in Branson. Wow. Well, uh, Fud Ruckers, I know, was in Oklahoma as in maybe five, six years ago. I was there uh, working, and, uh, yeah. and I remember there was a Fud Ruckers um, right next to the hotel. So I know there's one there, but uh, we don't have any around Kansas City anymore. I know that. Yeah, well, this report is for Missouri, and it's hmm. Only one they can find in Branson. I don't know. Um, there is one on Branson, and it's on Seventy Six Highway, or at least yeah, it I know was there as used of last year. I didn't yeah. know if it was still there or not. As of last year, I believe I saw it. I think I did. I remember looking at it, going, "Oh wow, they're still there." Um, okay. I mean, even the Olive Garden is still there on Seventy Six Highway, with all the specialty restaurants, and you know, and the. And the mama's fried chicken outfits and the chicken fried steak with gravies and all that. There's still an Olive Garden there on uh, on the main uh, on the main drag of 76. I found that interesting. Anyhow, Rob, go right. ahead. Okay. Next up, the article mentions Burger King. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm questioning if this will play out in 2024. Yes, the article is right when it says the burger chain announced that it would be closing 200 to 250 underperforming restaurants a few years ago, but this year Burger King announced big expansion plans. That is so weird how they can be like closing stores, but then expanding. I, I mean, I don't understand. Yes. I, yes, the only thing yes. I can think of is is it's uh, taking they're taking them away from bad areas and putting in new stores in good areas. Is I believe it's what's going on. That could be. Uh, they're that, taking the money that they save in these stores that aren't doing very well and putting it into the main ones. Yes, you know? or starting but ones in upcoming better quality food. You know something. Well, the Burger King that I like to go to is over in Johnson County, which is a pretty affluent area. Uh, in uh, in uh, South Overland Park, which is generally very affluent, and that Burger King is fine. You go to the one, oh, um, off a of Red Bridge over, not not real far from where I live, but it it's not nearly as good of an area over there. And that thing okay, is, yeah, it's really dicey. So you know, um, so yeah, Burger Kings generally, I mean. To me, it just, it, they're hit and miss so much that, um, you know, I, I have my one that I go to, and I really don't vary from that. If I can't get to that one over in Johnson County, I don't go to another one. So, anyhow, so go ahead, Rob. Okay, and finally, 
What a downfall. Quiznos had almost 5,000 locations years ago. The sub place. And that's, yeah. And that's now down to around 165. I can only find two in Missouri. Let's see if they survive 2024. I'm going to say no. Because you don't see any advertisement. I thought they were gone. As a matter of fact, I forgot all about them. I mean, they started coming out, and they were kind of like a a deli version of uh, Subway. Yeah. 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 And, and I thought they were pretty decent for what they did. But um, I did too. Um, I don't know. They just they didn't hit for some reason. And uh, anyhow, I just I didn't think they're around anymore because I haven't seen a Quiznos and. Well, well, fifteen I think, years, maybe. I think Mr. Good, Mr. Good Sense gave them a run for their money too. I believe. Yeah, they, they it, come out around the same time. They did, they did, and I believe that they could have been like one of the reasons that the Quiznos didn't do so well, uh, because uh, Mr. Good Sense started um, offering pastas and other th- and salads and stuff like that, where I don't believe Quiznos did. So that might have right. taken you know a few more people to go to. Uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Goodsense, but the thing about Mr. Goodsense is, is this right here, they uh, they're disappearing too. There's not nearly as many of them around anymore either. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and even it doesn't seem like I'm thinking maybe the Subway sam- sandwich craze uh, or the submarine sandwich craze may be uh, kind of auto cooling off. Because there's not as many subways either. I've seen a few of them go out of business too. The only one that seems to be up and coming and doing really well is Firehouse. Yeah, that one's coming on. Yeah, I, Firehouse I is really that. good. Firehouse is my favorite of all the sub places. They they uh, they have a pretty quality product, and when you go there, you know what you're going to get. It doesn't really vary that much on the help. So, um, anyhow. It seems like a lot of these other ones have went away. Um, so, is, is that the final one? Yeah, that was it on that article. Wow. Yeah, that brought back a little bit of memories there. Some of the stuff they're talking about, like Quiznos. Yes, it did. And, and Ruckers. Many, many, many lunches. Yes, yep. Uh, Fuddruckers, had, had, did you used to go there at all, Rob? I, uh, back in the day, I went a few times. I thought they were really good. They had so many different burgers, um, and they were very inexpensive. I mean, uh, to me, you got a really a really good value for what you got. And I don't know; they just they didn't seem to hit that well. So, anyhow, um, how about if we uh, take our first break, Rob? And I'm going to come back with some emails. Sounds good. All right, cool. There's one aimed at you. I think you will like. So, all right, we'll be right back, guys. We'll talk to you guys in a minute. Think about what's just happened. You don't know what to do. You don't know where to go. But we can tell you what you can eat. Dandelion can be stewed with wild mustard and wild garlic for a very tasty stew. You could even introduce our old friend the hickory nut for a bit of smoky flavor. I think we found land. Oh my god, I think we're safe. Oh no! It's the island of horrible jokes. I'm afraid for the calendar. Its days are numbered. Now, from his underground bunker in Camden, in Missouri, a stock full of dried goods, canned food, and a couple of vibrating toys, is ramblings of a madman featuring Rob Rand. All those who believe in psychokinesis, raise my hand, that needs to happen. Our constant pursuit for a real knee slapper, it's strange insults from an alien, real hilarity. You have the personality of a soggy newspaper. No bat light here. These idiots just show up and hope for the best. 
And now, Deep Thoughts with Mark. So let me see. Let's say I was offended by people being offended. Then would people being offended all the time would have to not be offended around me because I was offended by them being offended? Hmm. I may never know. And now, Deep Thoughts with Mark. Let's see, if I identify as a dog and I start wandering around the block without a collar on, could animal control come by and pick me up? <laughs> I may never know. Alright, two douchebags and microphone on Mark. And I'm wrong. Okay, um, like I said, we got some emails, so I'm gonna go ahead and go into them. Uh, there's some pretty good ones. Um, we're we're not getting as many emails as we were. I don't know All if right. it's because I didn't get around to answering them quick enough or whatever, but it's just. Uh, but I'll give you the ones that we have. So um, anyhow, the first one I got is Rob. I just bought the new Rob Rag calendar. I love it. Any way I could get it signed, Willie and Montrose. Sure. Next time I see you, I'll sign all autographs for you. Yeah, he's coming to Montrose, so Willie, yeah. when we announce uh, when Rob Rad is coming to Montrose, and I think you're going to be in your loincloth, aren't you? I, it depends on the weather. Depends on the weather. Okay. If the weather's nice enough, Rob is just going to be wearing his loincloth. So... Same one that's in the picture. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, oh, are you going to be oiled up this time or not? Have you decided? Uh, if, if it's, like, really hot out, yeah, I'm definitely going to oil up. Okay. Well, there you go. All right. So, Willie, stay tuned. Rob's coming your way. Summer. All right. Hey, I even heard that Rob will sign ass cheeks if you give him a couple of beers. That's just what I heard, uh, Rob. A couple of beers, there's a possibility. I just might. You never know. There you go, Willie and Montrose. You want your ass cheek signed? Give Rob a couple of, uh, what, what, uh, yinlings maybe? Or you're going to aim a little bit um, higher? Do you want a craft beer? What, what are oh, you No, think? no, 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 no. Natty White. Natty White's fun. Oh, there you go, Willie and Montrose. For literally yeah, 50 cents. Natty White is fun. 50 cents. You can give him two Natty Lights and he'll sign your ass cheeks. So there, you can't beat that. Can't beat that with fucking baseball bat, guys. So, all right, next. Mark, I am the mad farter. I dusted you the other day when you were putting on your coat, which is true. This guy does work for me, Rob. Enjoy my anal nectar, loser. Oh, <laughs> uh, I feel sorry for him. Uh, oh, oh, I'm gonna him? catch. I'm gonna catch this fuck. Oh, I'm gonna catch him. Signed, the Mad Farter. P.S. Next time I'm eating beef stew with veggies, almost feel bad for your nostrils. <laughs> uh, it is war. Mad Farter, I'm going to find you. I'm going to hunt you yes. down. And I have a particular set of skills. And I will. Probably laugh with you. Will. you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fucking asshole. Next one. Hey, douchebags. Des Moines here. I found your show on the Des Moines podcast website. You were rated four stars. It said it would have been five, but they said your sound quality lowered it. Rob in West Des Moines. Um, can you, Rob, can you send me, uh, this one I found really interesting. Can you send me the link to what you found us yeah. on? I would love to know because it's doing wonders for us up there. That might be one of the reasons we're doing so well. I'd like to know what this website is. And um, and the, as far as the sound quality goes, we're working on it, man. We're a small, we, you know, we're doing this on a nothing budget. And we're doing this because right. we find it fun. We enjoy, we've always enjoyed the art of radio, and this is as close as we can get. So, and we make some people happy, 
and that's good for us. You know, that's good with us, man. We're going to keep this going as long as there's a certain amount of people enjoying it. Uh, we're not looking at getting rich at this or maybe possibly ever making a dime, but we just enjoy doing this. And we're glad that people like you enjoy it. So please send yeah, me that website. Yeah, we're, we're doing this for jo our joy. Yeah. And if we can make somebody else laugh, great, man. That makes us feel good. Yeah, yes. Seriously. It's, seriously. it's no different than we've always done, Rob. We've always had humor. We've always made people laugh. We've always had yeah. these... Uh, these stories, these legendary stories of fucking pranks and shit that we pulled. I mean, it's just stuff we've been, that, we've been doing all our lives. And, and the prank stories and stuff, like, those are true stories. Every damn one of them are true. Up. It is not made up, no. Because uh, we've, we've got uh, a lot of people listening. A lot of people listening. I've even had, uh, when, I, when me and Topher were doing the show, I've had people um, sending me... Uh, messages on Facebook or, or if they have my number texting me saying hey Mark do you remember doing this do you remember doing that that's how my MTV story uh, came about about uh, screwing with Sam it was from this yeah, guy yeah. this guy Lowell that uh, he lived in Ruskin and uh, he, uh, he used to hang out at the mall all the time and him and I kept in touch on Facebook he found me there and uh, anyhow he uh, sent me that message going do you remember when you screwed with Sam, you and Davey had that MTV pass? I'd forgotten all about that prank. And that's one of the best pranks we've ever pulled. That thing was... Yeah, it was. That thing was a work of art. And I wouldn't have thought of it if someone didn't send me uh, send me that you know that reminder. And, and then it took me a little while, and I got with Davey about the whole situation. And I said, okay, this is what I remember happening. And he remembered it the exact same way and I conferred with Lowell um, and Lowell was like yeah he, he goes yeah that is pretty much what happened I think you're dead on so yeah these are true we're not we done this shit so anyhow um, you know all the prank calls that I used to do to the quick trip uh, in the old quick trip in Belvedere the one that was right off the highway and 155th down there in that little valley um, I used to call that um, payphone and screw with people constantly, and uh, all of that's true. I mean, every one of them. I mean, screwing with the uh, the old uh, the old guy I used to work with, getting on his Bluetooth when they very first came out and playing polka. I mean, every damn one of these are true, and they were a lot of fun. So anyhow, we're gonna go ahead with emails. Um, Mark, any chance you start a music internet stream with your show playing between songs, Tony and Saint Joe? Um. Okay, well, probably not, because I think I think you have to pay royalties, even on the internet, to play music. I'll have to look it up, but I know there's like a, an AFTRA thing, um, or at least there was for a long time. It shut down internet radio um, because um, AFTRA was charging for the internet, playing on the internet, and I think the music was the same way, the music licensing, I don't know how much it is per song or whatever, and you're probably not going to make any money off an internet radio station, really, unless it's like Pandora or something, so I don't see doing that, but I will add this, that was the very first thing I wanted to do when I very uh, started listening to this, uh, this internet radio station, I believe it to be one of the first ever, is called Hard Radio. And it played hard rock, heavy metal, and some classic rock. And I loved it because there was no commercials. And it was really good songs. I mean, they played like the B-sides and stuff. And I, I had a dream of kind of doing like a music station with some talk in it on the internet. But it never came about. This is what came about is this right here. So, I mean, I, I did have that dream, but I don't think it's possible. Um, because of the, you know, you got to pay for it and, and everything, and, and and you don't really make money off of it, you know. And, and like, I mean, we're we're losing money on this, but we're lot, not losing so much money that we can't do it, right? Right. So, anyhow, next one, Rob, check out the junkyard here in Montrose. I believe we have your bumper and quarter panel here. We also are um, naming number five camp spot. Two douchebags as a tribute to you and Mark. 
Jerry and Montrose. So we're getting awesome. a, we're getting number five camping spot named after us. Well, cool. Yeah. That way, I got somewhere to stay when I go up there. Hell yeah! I mean, is it free for us? I mean, what? I mean, I think a camping spot's like twenty bucks a night or something. Do we get it for free because we got our name on it? Just asking. Okay. Yeah. P.S. The power plant. But yeah, I, I will be coming up looking for those. All right, and we're going to stay in number five. So save it open for us. We know it's going to be very popular around there, and people are going to be staying in it just to be around two douchebags and microphone, you know. So, anyhow, P.S. The power the power plant fishing is amazing for the glow carp. Remember to go to the Henry County Master Baiter for all your fishing gear. I will. All right. I've been around plenty of Henry County masturbators. They have great fishing gear. I used to fish that lake when I was a kid. So. Did you really? Yeah, seriously. What, what's this uh, glow carp I'm hearing about? That I don't know. But I'm, I'm willing to find out. All right. Um, in a little bit, we're going to go to the New American Contemporary urban dictionary of america they have some new words for gen zers and millenniums but not for me and you rob for them they are as self-described the premier place to go for the edgy slang for uh for young adults and teenagers and these are the ones that they're they're shaking their fists at uh at the Urban Dictionary saying, hey, those guys are outdated, they're Gen Xers, this is the real stuff, this is the new stuff that the younger generation needs to use. But we'll go to that in a minute because you probably have something you want to get to, don't you? Yeah, I got I got a story too. All right, Rob, go for it, and then uh, we'll come back to the uh, what I just described. All right. Um I found this one on Ultimate Guitar. I, it, that's a pretty that, cool one. I love I love Ultimate Gu- Guitar ma- online magazine. That I get a lot of information from that. It's a pretty good magazine. This this, this is a pretty good article, man. Uh, okay, this is really cool. All right. Okay, a cancer patient recently spent his time in the operating room playing death tones and System of a Down song. <laughs> While Christian Knowles' brain was being operated on, he made sure to demonstrate that the cancerous growth on, on it hadn't degraded his mental faculties by playing the guitar. The mini-concert was played at the request of Nolan's neurological team at the Sylvester Comprehensive Cancer Center at the University of Mo- Miami Miller School of Medicine. Damn, that's a long ass name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As the team told Fox News Digital to avoid doing major damage to Nolan's brain, they needed him to be awake during the procedure. The tumor manifested on the right side of Nolan's frontal lobe and was affecting his dexterity, explained Dr. Ricardo Comodar the director of the brain tumor program at the University of Miami. Christian was having issues with the left side of his body, particularly his, his left hand. Uh-huh. He was noticing issues with his dexterity that affected his ability to play the guitar. Okay. And then I'm going to jump down to uh, Nolan's comment. Okay. He goes on to say, I'd only really heard of procedures of that nature being done in shows and movies. I felt like it was such a unique experience that I couldn't pass up, especially with my motor skills being on the line. Reportedly during surgery, no one attempted to play System of a Down and Death Tone songs. Cool. That, I think that's a cool article, man. That really is. They're, they're operating on his brain and he's playing guitar. Very cool. Very, very cool. I like that yes. story a lot. Right on. Thank you, Rob. That was a great story. 
Um, how about if we take our second break? I'm going to come back with the uh, new urban contemporary uh, of America words. And, I, and I'm not even saying the website right. I'm getting tired of it. I, you guys know what I said at first. What I said at first, that's their name. Okay, so anyhow, we'll be right back with uh, that information. Next up, Things Overheard in Hell. Howard Stern just signed a 10-year contract extension. Continuing our quest here at Two Douchebags in a Microphone to be constantly funny, once again we offer you strange insults from an alien. Your gene pool does not have a lifeguard. Oh, oh shit. shit. What's, What's that, that over, over there? there? Oh, oh no. no. It's, it's an island, island of horrible, horrible jokes. jokes. My hotel tried to charge me for air conditioning. That's not cool. <laughs> Douchebags in a microphone, raw and uncensored. See behind the smoke show. Watch as the douchebags get stung by a swarm of bees. Enjoy one of many coffee houses ordering our heroes out. Watch Mark revisit Clinton, Missouri to claim his innocence for all the mad shitter accusations. Act now and get both high quality DVD sets and a free douchebag calendar. Mark off today with a douchebag looking at you. Supplies are limited, so act now. As much fun as an electric can opener to the scrotum, two douchebags in a microphone. Two douchebags in a microphone invade your ear holes in... Hey! Who took a dump in the cooler? A lot of podcasts just come from a can. Here at Two Douchebags and a Microphone, we pour our own podcasts. And now, Deep Thoughts with Mark. Man, I sure wish I was the garbage man. You know what I could do if I was the garbage man? I could go to the wrong parts of town on the wrong days periodically in the morning and then watch everybody run out of their house in their underwear with two bags of trash screaming, Stop! Halt! Yeah, that's what I'd love to do. Two douche bags and a microphone. I'm Mark. And I'm Rob. Um, real quick, I just had a message sent to me um, over Facebook, and I'd forgotten about this. And I'll have to get with Topher to find out the exact address. But we are featured on an internet music and variety station. It's a friend of Topher's. And uh, what, he, what this guy did that runs it is he took certain bits that he liked, and he just cut them up. And he put them on his station with our permission. And um, that might be something that the emailer might be interested in. But I got to I gotta confer with Topher to find out the address that uh, right. uh, that you can go to and get this internet stream. And, I mean, it isn't all us and just music. It's a lot of other comedy bits and music bits and stuff like that, from my understanding. So um, that might be something that the... Uh, that the guy that wrote um, would be interested in, or maybe not. So that's just something, you know, that could maybe help him get what he wanted. So, anyhow, like I that's said, cool. yeah, yeah, I, I, I can't remember the name of it for nothing, but it was kind of like a variety station, and I think he had some music, and we have bits on there that he cut up and put on there that he liked. So, and I don't know if he's still doing it or. Or if he's just going with the bits that he got from me and Topher, I don't know. So, anyhow, but I can probably find out. Okay. This is the new words for 2024 that the New Contemporary Dictionary of Mid-America and Surrounding Areas or something like that. Jeez, I mean, just Google it and you'll find it. <laughs> probably 
seven pages down, you'll find this thing. But these people have been waving their tiny little fists in the air for a few years now. And they say that if you're a Gen Zer or a millennial, you have to use this because they say that the other Urban Dictionary is for the oldie oldsters, i.e. us and the boomers. So, anyhow, the first one that they say that we should use because it's younger people slang, but not ours, Rob, only younger people. I'm just avoiding this. It's not our slang, right? We, w we would hate to break the rules and use the slang that's not for us, right? Okay. Deep facing. Deep facing is when someone is trying to convince you of something that didn't happen, but the person looks like AI trying to fake through the lie. I kind of like that one. Yeah. I mean, I see where they got it at, and it's kind of common. It it's, doesn't have a weird twist on it or nothing. Deep facing. I could see it. A, a deep fake and a face. Deep facing. Right. Kind of describes what they're talking about. So, okay. I can see that. The next one is a slaw shame. S-L-A-S-H-A-M-E. I believe it is pronounced slushame. It does not have a pronunciation on here. Maybe it's a slushame. A slushame. I don't know. It's spelled, like I said, it's spelled S-L-A-S-H-A-M-E. When someone makes fun of you and you come back with a witty response that buries the person. So, used in a sentence. Jerry was making fun of my shirt until I pointed out the stain on his crotch of his slacks. At least I can clean my clothes. Uh, All right. I, I don't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't write these. But, you know, <laughs> they're not ours. Oh. Next one. Ripple tides. When a person does an action that affects multiple people, Don got caught up, caught at the club house in the woods, no one can go there now. So therefore, Don or Ron committed a ripple tide. What he did affected many people that cannot go to the clubhouse now. I, I'm gonna go on with the last ones, but right now I think they suck. What do you think? Right, so far, yeah. Yeah. Next one, Rossin. R-O-S-S-I-N Named after Ross from Friends Means to act coy and nerdy near women But probably will eventually get them by doing this So Right uh, So yeah, so let's say someone is being all poindexter And you come up to them And like they're trying to smooth up on a chick And they get her then it's like whoever that guy is. Uh, hey man, you see him Rossin today? I kind of like that one. That that may be the best out of all of them so far. What do you think? Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. yeah. The next one is in center. The I and the N is capital, so I think you pronounce that in center. So it's capital I N. That small case, S-E-N-T-E-R, all one word, in center. Means someone is getting all the attention and they bask in it. So, in here it says, Julie sure loves being in center. She makes a lot of funny jokes and people respond to them well. Okay, next. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Velva Aura. When someone's untouchable, everyone loves Betty. She is so kind. She has the velvet aura. Okay, I can see that. Yeah, yeah, I kind of like it. There's I, a, I like that one. There's two or three on here that I really like, and then the rest of them, I, I don't know. I just didn't connect with them very well. Um, next one. Drinking it. D-R-I-N-K-I-N with an apostrophe, it, drinking it. When someone suggests something and you agree completely. So, 
Yeah, I agree with what uh, Jimmy said over there. So that means I'm drinking it. So I think this is uh, I think this is a play on drinking the Kool Aid. Yeah. And it was flavor way flavor aid by the way, but yeah, okay. And finally, sue that. S-O-O-T-H space A-T. Soothe that. When you want to relax at a particular area or place, I'm going to go soothe that at the lake tomorrow. Um, some of them were good. Yeah, some of them. Some of them. <laughs> uh, some of them were not. So... Uh, anyhow, all right. So, um, if you're Gen Z or millennial, go check those words out because those are the cool N words, it, or at least that's what they say. So, anyhow, have you ever heard of loud budgeting? No, I have not. Well, this is a new trend and it's a TikTok thing, and a lot of people are doing it. The onset of a new year can often mean adopting new behaviors or hacks to help reach your financial goals. And for some social media users, this year is all about loud budgeting. The term went viral. How come loud budgeting wasn't on the new word list? Right? Right. Oh, that must be from like maybe the real Urban Dictionary. I don't know. Okay, the term went viral on TikTok at the beginning of 2024 when one video racking up over 1.4 million views as of January 16th uh, below CNBC select, select breaks uh, down what you need to know about loud budgeting and how you might be able to use it to reach some of your financial goals. So, in a nutshell, what is loud budgeting? Loud budgeting is a money-saving technique that involves declining social opportunities, such as grabbing dinner with a friend or going to that destination wedding. When it puts your financial goals in jeopardy and telling people that's the reason you aren't going is... So it's kind of like an excuse, but it's a valid one. It's like, yeah, I can't go to... I can't go to uh, Barbados to be in part in a, a fucking... Henry's wedding or something, right? Right. And so, because I'm loud budgeting, and then everyone's like, oh, okay, we get it, we get it. So, the idea with loud budgeting is to simply empower more people to be comfortable with speaking up about the financial goals and the most top of mind right now. So, that is loud budgeting, and it's a TikTok trend. And, um, all I gotta say with that is, uh, Okay. All right, I get it. So, Rob, yeah. you got so, you got something you want to go into? Yeah, actually, uh, I was on Singer's Room again. Uh, yeah, that's another good site. And I found 15 best classic rock songs of all time. Ooh, this is one you were telling me about the other day. I couldn't wait for this. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, because uh, some of them... Had I don't know, and there, I think there's others that should be there too. But it, it's a pretty good list. Well, I, I, you know, a lot of it is regional. Uh, the songs sure. that KY played, this is back when they had program directors in every station, no matter how big or how small it was. They had their own program director, and then he was the guy that put in the music he felt was big. So, like, right. what was big around the Midwest, probably, like, I got a great example. Bruce Springsteen is huge on the East Coast, right? You come to the Midwest, and they're like, yeah, he's okay. Not that big a deal. West Coast, they like him, but don't love him. But the East Coast is nuts about him, especially the upper Northeast. They just think he's the best music thing ever. But he wasn't played that much on the radio here, and he's not, he's not that thought of. Is highly here. I mean, yeah, he's a good musician, and yeah, we like some of his songs, but we weren't fanatical about him like the Northeast was. So that's a pretty good example. 
So some of this is well, regional, so some of the stuff that didn't go in there is probably where this survey or whatever was based out of. So go ahead, Rob. And, and this is a list they came up with, not us. Oh, well, yeah, that's another thing, too, is this is completely up to how they felt, too. So anyhow, right, go ahead. I, mean, I, I just like other people's opinions, to be honest. Well, you, know? you, you mentioned a couple of them, and I was like, yeah, I see that. So, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, man. Okay. And, and I can grade what I think of it, okay? Does that sound good? Yeah, and that's, that, that's what I like. Okay. Okay, number 15. Purple Haze by Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. 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 Uh, of course, I would have picked uh, the Bob Dylan remake along the Watchtower or Voodoo Child. Yeah. But, good, great song. I yeah, can't really yeah. argue with it. Okay, coming in at number 14. Sympathy for the Devil, the Rolling Stones. I see it. I wouldn't have put I, it on. I, I agree with it, too. I, I, I've always enjoyed that song. It's a great song, but to me, it's not a top 15 worthy, but this is all subject to your right. own opinion. Right. Okay, number 13. Rocket Man, Elton John. Okay, I was a little heavier guy. You know, I liked heavier music. I liked a lot of psychedelic right. stuff. Um, some prog rock. Elton John was great, but he wasn't so much of my flavor that I would put him in the top 15. But I respect their opinion, and it is a great song. Yes, I mean, if I was yes, to put it... If I was to put an Elton John song in my top 15, if I had to, it would be Funeral for a Friend, the tribute to John Lennon. That song is Good amazing. Point. That Good is an amazing Good song. Point. Okay, anyhow, go ahead. Okay, coming in at number 12. More Than a Feeling, Austin. I can definitely see that. Yep. Yeah, I, I think I agree with that. That probably should be in the top 15, maybe. Okay, coming in at number 11. Layla, Derek and the Dominoes. Yes. Now, I got a question, Rob. Do you like uh, Derek and the Dominoes uh, version, or do you like Eric Clapton's version better? Um... I like Dirk and the Dominoes better. To me, it's got a little yeah, bit edgier sound. Yeah, I, I like both. But I, yeah, I think Dirk Dominoes would edge it out. Mm -hmm. I really do. Clapton's was fine, but yeah, yeah. I like the Dirk and yeah. the Dominoes better. Wonderful song. I like the voice, and it's just edgier. Okay. Oh, 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 and Number I can agree two. with that. I can agree with that, too. Yes. Number 10. Imagine John Lennon. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's one of my karaoke songs. Come on. I'm, yeah. Um, the message of the song I, I, I is kind of complicated and mixed. So I could see someone not like really caring for the lyrics so much. Um, right. If, but... The music is just so good, and the feeling was just excellent. So, have to agree. Okay, number nine. Dream On by Aerosmith. Okay. That yeah. would be in probably my top 15 also. I can see that too, but I prefer the like walking the dog. Walking the dog with that funky, fucking crazy guitar. Yeah, yeah. And, and, but, you know, this is all subject to what you grew up with, you know. I, I, the stuff that caught me on Walking the Dog was the lyrics. You know, she broke the needle, now she don't sew. I, I mean, all these little innuendos in the whole thing. It all was insinuating drug abuse, but not coming out and saying it. And it drove, it drove like the censorship people nuts because they couldn't really prove exactly what he was saying, but they had a pretty good idea of what he was saying, you know? 
So, anyhow, go ahead, Rob. Okay, number eight. Smoke on the water, deep purple. Yeah. Yep. I agree. Yeah. Yep, besides that, that's everybody's go-to song on guitar because virtually everybody can play it, but everybody plays it wrong because I watched uh, Richie Blackmore show everybody how he plays it and everybody plays it completely wrong because he does not move his fingers up and down the scale. He uses a chord and then a chord he deviated from to actually do it by picking the strings. So, and it's a little bit more complicated. Okay. Not a lot of people can do it that way. So go ahead. Okay, next. Born to Run, Bruce Springsteen. Uh, there you go. I, not for me. No. Yeah, not for me. Not, not this list. Uh, a lot of people think so. Got nothing against him. But top 15 to me, no, nah, he shouldn't even be near it. Our opinion. Our opinion. Day number six, comfortably numb in Floyd. I prefer Wish You Were Here, but yeah. No, I, I'm like you. I think it should be Wish You Were Here instead, but. Yeah, um, yeah to me, Wish You Were Here was just such a classic. I mean, yes, it was. David Gilmore's note bending is so underrated. Um, such a recognizable guitarist on every aspect. Um, he bent those notes um, so genuinely that he could virtually play anything and you'd know it was him. Brilliant guitarist. So, yes, very brilliant. Okay, number five. Freebird, Leonard Skinner. Cool. Um, if you're talking about Skinner, although I love other songs more, of, of Skinner, um, and a lot of this is because I just heard it so much that I don't want to hear it again. Um, so cool. I like some other stuff that they did much better. But if you're going to talk about Skinner and put them on the top 15, it would have to be Freebird. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, number four. I do not see how it's even near this list. They gotta put they gotta put a controversial one on there, of course. Sweet child, oh mine. No. That's the worst song Guns N' Roses ever did. They have them on num at number four. No. No, 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 <laughs> God, no. Um, wow, there's so many to pick from. I'm trying to think. Probably a side two off of Appetite for Destruction. Um, Rocket Queen, which does get radio play. I think could have made it and would have been a better choice. Um, Paradise maybe, City. Um, I don't even want that one. I think maybe even no November Rain, but Paradise City is fine okay. if that's what if that's what you like, Rob. That's fine. But um, there's, uh, I'm, I'm just throwing them out there. Anything yeah, cool. but Sweet Child of Mine. That was the worst damn song they ever written. They don't like it, and there's a reason they don't like it. Um, Slash was fucking around with that and they made a song and he thought nothing of it and then it got picked up and they said no play at the record company or something and they did and it became a hit and they hate doing it so anyhow yeah. it's kind of like uh, Gene Simmons with I Was Made For Loving You they were copying sure. the disco craze and trying to sell a few records with Dynasty and that song hit and now Gene Simmons, well, he doesn't do it now, but he had to play it at every concert when they put their makeup back on, and he hated it. So, anyhow, I personally like the song. Anyhow, go ahead. Okay, number three. Hotel California, the Eagles. Yeah. No argument. That's the song. Nope. 
Absolutely. 100%. Uh, coming in at number two, Bohemian Rhapsody Queen. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, the song just took up a whole new life, especially was reintroduced with Wayne's World and hit number one right. again. This was a song that should have never been put out. No, I don't mean it like that. What I mean is this is a song that nobody thought would ever do well. Could they actually do a song like that? And they did. Yeah, they did it. <laughs> and it hit. Um, yeah, props to Queen for ever doing that song. Because everybody was against that song, but then when it came out, did well, and then it did even better in hindsight when Wayne's World uh, um, put it out on their um, on their soundtrack. You know, because everybody used to sing it, "Mama Mia, Mama Mia, Mama Mia, let me go." You know that whole thing. Yeah. Everybody used to do that in the car, and uh-huh. I mean, props to them. Um, Balls the size of Texas forever putting that song out. And that song deserves all the accolades it gets. So, go ahead. Okay, coming in at number one. Stairway to Heaven, Led Zeppelin. Okay. Yeah. I guess if you gotta go with Zeppelin, you gotta go with their It song, the song that everybody praises as number one. All those top 400s over Labor Day. All those top 400s over the new year of all-time classic rock songs. That or Freebird always hits number one. So I guess I can't really argue with that. So, all right, Rob, that was a good list. I I have an idea. Okay. Take off Sweet Child of Mine and throw in anything by Fleetwood Mac. Fleetwood Mac did not make this list. You know what? You're right. You're right. Fleetwood Mac should have made the list. Um, as a matter of fact, hey, let's do our top 15, me and you, each one of us do our top 15 classic rock songs of all time. That sound good? All right. All right. Okay. Um, Sounds good. We'll, maybe, we'll have that in a few days. Okay. I'm going to start writing on mine tonight because um, just listening to that list, made my mind start working in that direction and I already have like four songs that I think should have been on there so this ought to be fun so alright well we're at the end of this podcast so uh, Rob you got anything you want to say before we hang up on the people uh, that's pretty much I had for this evening alright everybody have a great night thank you for listening bye Good night, everybody go. We're the douchebags. Hmm. Oh my god, someone took a dump in the corner. Oh jeez. Ugh, glad they're gone. Let's just hope they don't come back. Oh man, that smells.